Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I just had to explain... We just not did, one but two things to this motherfucker. We just had to do a cameo for someone. Uh, I just had to explain we had to that the song. artist known as Florida was not pronounced Florida. I thought it was Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Florida. I know it might look bad. It sounds so white when Florida. you say it. Florida. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's 90 day gate Let's love that was wider. Florida. Florida, <laughs> my favorite artist. Also, uh, he didn't know what goat was when they say someone's the goat, and that is the greatest of all time. That's really sweet. Your, your internet memes need work. I know a lot about Wonder Woman costumes. <laughs> That's true. You That's do. True. That's You have very, a large body of knowledge in very specific areas. Haley Mills movies. I'm Haley Mills. I'm becoming quite a a, a big. I, I do enjoy Ravelry. That's a, what? Kn- a knitting website. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Let's get start the show started because I'm getting sad. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And it's my life. <laughs> this Ooh. is Toe. Welcome to Toe, this y'all. This is Ninety Day Gays Toe. Ninety Day Gays Toe. <laughs> Someone said that there's a, there's a their child walks around. I guess maybe the child's hurt a little bit. This is toe. <laughs> well, we had somebody. I love that we had somebody post their video of their cute ass little kid just going, Carl, <laughs> and they're like, I think I need to put on earbuds. 
Wow. Y'all come at us with your videos. <laughs> of your kids of saying your two things. two and three-year-old kids saying things you didn't realize we were saying. <laughs> I, I really don't teach your kid this, but I really need someone in the video just of their cute little daughter going, dick pic. <laughs> That's awful. And I want to see it. We have the onesies for it. You know, true. I still raise them right. I still love the woman who bought a, a dick big onesie for her cat, and it looks great. <laughs> it looks great. Uh huh. The cat's a little pudgy. A little. So it's a, and not happy about it. No, y'all. Uh-huh. This episode's the other way. Season two, episode thirteen. Sticks and stones. It should be called cheese sticks and stones. <laughs> But it's not. Cheese stick, yo. Pie for a job. I gotta go get a job. Can I? Can a golden retriever get some work here? Please, please. I just need a dog walker daily. <laughs> just put a bowl on the floor, fill it with the water occasionally. He probably rolls on his back all the time and says, "Do I have to go to work, Melissa?" Oh, God bless. We're going to talk about cheese stick. Um, Y'all, we are going to talk about cheese uh, stick. But but first, first. let's jump in. Uh, We should say, this show's going to... Is this the last episode before... I think... Is this the mid-season finale? No, I think I saw two weeks. Let us know, y'all, but I think next week will be a mid-season finale. I guess they're taking a week off for Labor Day. I don't know how long they're taking off. No, they're taking until October. They are. Yeah, we get that much freedom from this stuff. So, is are are they doing that because of COVID? Then they're just kind of I like, no. And I guess since we're doing Darcy and Stacy, they're like letting that. They've got plenty of programming. TLC does. Yeah, I wonder we, what'll be there in the place. Uh, do you think something will come in place of it? I guess they'll have to feel. <sighs> well, something. it is the apocalypse, so <laughs> I'm just waiting for the frog raining frogs. Um, um I I till October. That's so yeah. great because we're doing this live show, so we're going to need the time. <laughs> but way to way to way to pump to pimp our live show, y'all. We that sounded so fake. No, I didn't mean fake. <laughs> I, know, I but just it was meant like great. Yeah, it's great because we're doing this live show in October. We are doing. We're we're going to give you more details. We're still ironing them out, y'all. But we're doing a virtual live show. We've already announced that. But coming sometime in October. Come for look. Uh, stay tuned for tickets and info. Yes, stay tuned. Working on that. I feel like I'm just now back to who I am after that anniversary week. I'm still tired. I mean, y'all, the fact that we had an anniversary week when we don't have air and it was the hottest <laughs> week of the like out of six years in L.A. Uh, this. I mean, Poodle flat- couldn't have even gotten fucked. He was so hot. No, like no. not even a fuck machine. <laughs> like where you give him tokens and it just goes ring, 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 ring. He was d- couldn't even do Kukush, that. Kakush, 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 Horror! <laughs> even the fuck machine's like, what do you want? What do you want? It's a living. <laughs> it's a living. More like it's a living. <laughs> what? I wonder what a fuck machine would be like in the Flintstones. It would probably be just maybe, maybe just, like the I don't know. Maybe just a bird and sitting like, on a uh and a, like. The bill is the bird's dick. <laughs> like, that's what fucks you. This is disturbing. This is gross. <laughs> this is gross. You took it to a level that I, I wasn't prepared. Let's, let's, um, let's talk about... I don't think we have any announcements or anything, right? No. No, we're good. Let's just jump in. Let's talk about Jihoon and Devin. 
Um, it's Taeyong's 100 day birthday. Which is, I looked it up a little bit. It is a thing. It's a big thing in Korea because a bunch of babies, Jihoon didn't explain it very well. <laughs> but <laughs> Shocker. For, uh, there was a period of time where a lot of babies were, were dying. Uh, Recently or like back in historical I, times? I looked online and it said babies died. And so that's the depth of our research, y'all. <laughs> it's three minutes in, and then after that, that's someone, all someone you're get. who knows, come at us, and we'll announce it on the next show. South Korean sis, hey, come at us if we have some South Korean sissies. I, I think, think we, we do. do. Yeah, let us know. We do. Let us um, know, y'all. We just found out today we are we just hit the iTunes TV after show top twenty for the first time. The after show, y'all. We we're in we're in good company, of course, with Crappens. Watch what Crappens and Rob is a podcast. Rob is a podcast and and, and the one of the drag podcasts. Juicy Scoop. No, Juicy Scoop wasn't on that oh, one. Okay, no, Dra- no. is Drag Her? Is I that think the it was one? Drag Her was on there. Cool. Craig Craig's right by us too. So anyway, we appreciate Good company. Good company. Thank you all for being Thank y'all for, do- list- we for downloading that. and listening. Yes. Um so anyway, <laughs> it's a hundred day birthday. Um and so first <sighs> Ji Hoon is taking Devin over to help make food with his mom. Shade master. <laughs> <laughs> she is one of the greatest shade shade artists. On this season, I think she is programmed that secretly that translation app to fucking <laughs> it, it read does. De- to read Devin. <laughs> it goes. She took to, she did the shade meters like. Think about it. It worked in the. It worked when they were in the United States, but now that she's there, I'm telling you, mom, fix that shit. Engage shade meter. Make it make it sound make it make it sound the most cutting possible. Translate it so it's maga make her feel like shit. And it did. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will say so. Devin is like, I'm nervous to be cooking, y'all. I don't care what language you speak, you can always make an effort. Yeah. And Devin was such a fucking. I can't be bothered with this millennial in this. She was. She and was just you like, guys, oh. this is so typical of people who don't cook at all. They have no knife skills at all. She's like, eh, eh. I'm telling y'all now. That was wa- a big-ass carrot, by the way. So it, it was, was a hard huge to- carrot. You can put that on the end of a fuck machine. <laughs> but <laughs> um, Poodle, I did not watch this with Poodle. But I'm telling you this now. I watched it, and I went, wait a minute. I feel like somewhere on La Brea Avenue, I'm hearing a, <laughs> queen, a queen scream at the TV and say, you know. Because I, I was, she, she gets very triggered I was, by. Eel I was annoyed. Cooking. I was annoyed. I was annoyed at her knife cuts. They were v- all over the place. When she said, "It doesn't oh, matter what oh, it looks oh, like because oh. we're all going to eat it anyway." Tastes the same. It's going to taste the same. Y'all, we eat with our eyes. She's garbage. You know, I'm just going to drink That's my coffee and let you That's go off on true. this. That's not true. It doesn't explain to us, poodle, why I'm going to drink my tea. It doesn't taste the same because if you don't cut it all the same, number one, it won't cook evenly, and also it won't be for restaurant standards. It won't be. You won't have certain amount of uh, flavor in every bite that you need. It's just that's a it's a misconception. It's like when my father would mix everything on his plate. He's like, "I'll go in the same place anyway." No, you're going to taste everything in fucked up ways. There's no reason that your coleslaw and pickled beets and your mashed potatoes need to be together. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm letting you get it like, out. I barely like my food to touch, y'all. You haven't so, even talked about texture yet. Well, that's a, that, that was implied. 
But uh, poodle is a big person. I'm a big texture. texture. Can't eat raw tomatoes, and I know that everyone loves raw tomatoes. I can eat tomatoes in anything that are cooked a little bit. But there's a gelatinous texture in raw tomatoes that really bothers me. Melon uh, bothers me too a lot. Melon bothers me, but a raw tomato with that olive oil and salt, I, I just I, cut it from you know, the garden. Oh, you, it's my favorite. I can kind of eat one on a burger. Kind of. I don't mind I, the taste. But I get it. I yeah, get it. It's, it's a like, textural um, thing. Um, a lot of people feel that way. Uh, and even I'm this way of, like the other day I was eating something and it wasn't, I can do mushrooms, but it was like basically not even a cut up mushroom, like stem and all. And I tried to eat it, and I was like, "Nope, it's just too." No one gives a shit about this. No one. <laughs> no one. Let's move on. No, no one gives one. a flying fuck. We gotta put your car tags on your car. <laughs> Those Again, have been there for like four months. No one gives a shit about that. Anyway, y'all. So she's y'all. She's a failure at cooking. She's a failure at cooking, and she's um. And Devin says, I already feel like my mother only, or my mother in law only tolerates me because I'm the mother of her grandson. True. True. <laughs> she does. Didn't need a translation the, app for that. The, uh, the translator goes, And that works like, both ways. What do you expect uh, of me as a daughter in law? What, what, what do you expect of me as a Korean daughter in law? And the mother said basically something like, Not a lot. Not a and lot. And the translator was like, The translator went, Girl without much hope. <laughs> Girl without much hope. She just shaded you. That's what it, that's the voice says. It. Without much hope, Without girl. Hope, girl. Now here's tongue the tongue pop. <laughs> the translator's Nonk. tongue. No. Also, y'all don't forget. Ji Hoon is her son. Ji Hoon's a loser. Yeah. So she is not an idiot. She realizes the person that will end up being with Ji Hoon isn't going to be that much of a step up. No, I so think... So her hopes are not high. I think, too, this is her only son, and there's a special thing that mothers have, especially for their only sons. Yeah. So The his, best thing that could son. have happened to Ji-hoon would be for him to have a sibling, another brother. Oh, yeah, that would have been much better. she wouldn't have babied him, I don't think, as much. I agree. Um, anyway. So she did say, she's like, what do you, what, what should I, what do you want of me? And she's like, and the trans, she's like, she basically said, just say hello. And the translator was like, you should only say hello, girl. <laughs> she was like, just say hello and talk to them. And the translator was like, just say hello. Just say hello. Can you do that? And then she was like, is there anything else? And then it says, mm, say thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. God, get Google Translate on your fucking phone. That's the thing. I guess maybe it's a trademark issue. Maybe... I bet that probably G- Devin's getting paid to use this fucking translator thing. <laughs> that looks like Evie from yeah. Wally. Yeah, exactly. Evie. Anyway, um, I love that I was typing, and it, I typed and it autocorrected. It says, the translator app is reading her for fish. <laughs> <laughs> Red who read me for fish. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's basically this. Y'all, Ji Hoon kind of got a break this episode, which is nice. He did. Um, supposedly, this is a little gossip. I've seen it on some websites. Supposedly, they're not together anymore. I don't know if that's. Uh, uh, I think that's kind of well known. Yeah. Supposedly oh, really? They're not. Well, I guess. I guess it wasn't gossip to this bitch. Like, no, that's well known. Well, I mean, I've kind of looked. You know, we don't read stuff, y'all. Y'all so judgmental. Come... That's well known. No, I didn't mean it. I just meant. <laughs> No, I meant more, I think you and I are late to the game on oh. that. 
because y'all we don't really do gossip. Y'all can send us stuff. Sometimes we don't even read it because we don't really <laughs> love to be spoiled. But we get it; it's part of our job. Yeah. But we won't really spoil that much on here. Sorry, I'm gonna try to be away from the mic, clearing my throat because I've got some allergy problems. You want me to get you a cough drop? I've got. I'm putting a scent something. Hopefully, okay. it'll won't be too offensive. Do you want a Grethers? I'm fine. This they is should better. sponsor us for Darcy <laughs> and Stacy. And old man Grether says, "Who is it?" Who is it? Are they two homosexuals? Two homosexuals. Because I'm sure Grether's is an English company. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Grether's and come when my grandfather George Henry Grether he shot so much cock his mouth was dry. <laughs> So he created a lubricating cough drop, and then he sucked all the men on on Paddington Square. Come at us, London sissies. He he served his country in the First World War by blowing every man in a foxhole. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Times was hard, and so was they. <laughs> and come at us, London sissies. We want to do a live show in London, but I don't know how many people we have there. Acast is going to fly us there. Yeah. It's fine. And by Acast flying us there, <laughs> um, we're going to do what we can on points and Jake yeah, fucking exactly. stewarded. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, so, so they're at the party, you guys. Well, first, can we talk about them buying clothes? I have to say this. Drisilla is so fucking cute in this little outfit. I she can't is. even deal with this. And, you know, she is a wild child. But I also, what I love about Drisilla is that she's very, I feel like Drisilla. Devin, take a lesson. Maybe Jihoon, too, but probably Devin. I feel like Drusilla's just kind of like, doesn't matter what's going on. I'm here now. And she like, yeah. looks, and she's like, this is beautiful. She's she, not judgmental. And she tries yeah. it on, and she looks adorable, and she's running around. And She then, does run around like a crazy person, though. It does. But she's running around with another kid, and it's like, I mean, that's what cousins do she when found they're a that friend. age. And then Jihoon's wearing his outfit, and then I have to say... Devin looks gorgeous. Devin came out and yeah. my jaw dropped. It, it was good makeup, tasteful, tasteful, everything. She looked exquisite. Yeah, I agree. This, I think she could be. You know who else looks uh, looks beautiful in Asian inspired clothing? Poodle Boudreaux <laughs> sitting next to me. I do. It's a good. <laughs> There's a good something eye. about it. A good kind of geisha eye. But no, the clothes. Good. Oh yeah, the they, clothes they fall they, really well on me. Yeah, it really yeah, is I your agree. thing. Yeah. I agree. Um, if you make, if you want to, if you have like Korean or, make or a, Japanese loungewear, let us know. Poodle will buy some. I will. It looks very comfortable. Um, I wrote down, I love all these traditional clothes. And he's, Jihoon's like, Korean man. I look like a Korean man. Um, and we're meeting all of Jihoon's extended family, you guys. And I love the translations. My big, big aunt. <laughs> my big, <laughs> Which big means aunt. my great, great, obviously. Yeah. Um, my second, second aunt. <laughs> okay, I understand why Devin felt pressure because y'all, these women are put together. They are exquisitely they are put together. Gorgeous. Everything, everything is kind of to the nines. The bags match. The bags. Yeah. It's like, it is like. This is an event. This is they an event. Can, They're all faces beat. Yep. Hair done. Yep. I mean, gorgeous. Yep. I really want to go to South Korea after this. I think I think it looks lovely. I think especially they're not in Seoul, are they? I think maybe I they know. are. 
Don't want to go where the first apartment was. Not there. No. But this party and the it was lovely. I like it how so. And I wrote, oh no, we have to. Sit, she has to. Devin has to sit beside Grandma. Oh yeah. And I thought she's going to be shadier, but it looks yeah. like it's the Kinda mom's, like the, the dad's yeah. mom. So we did not see shady mom's shady mother. I hope she's alive because we need to meet her. <laughs> Elegant shade grandma. Maybe she's. Maybe she's passed on and she's actually in the translator app. <laughs> the soul of, of, of yes, of, yes, of grandma. Um, so I, uh, I did have just a sidebar when they're like, Drusilla, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I will never sit again. <laughs> this she is, did say that. This is true. Um, I, I kind of, I was really attracted to the, con- the concept of the 100th day party. Mostly when things started happening, like Grandma pulled out a bill and gave it to Devin. And then everyone started handing her envelopes, and I said, this is a great idea. (laughs) Y'all. This is how celebration should be. Poodle's going to have a 100-day party, like, next month, saying, hey, you guys, I've been alive for at least 100 days. I put it off a little bit. (laughs) I stayed alive 100 days. You should have done that after your coma. You could have done it again. I could have just... People giving me savings bonds. (laughs) Do people give savings bonds anymore? savings bonds? (laughs) I got a savings bond one time for my grandmother. I did too. It was like for like $50. I guess we cashed it. I don't know whatever happened to mine. My mother probably took it. (laughs) Probably. So this is one thing... This is one thing I can just keep and... uh, And and, 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 um, maybe just cash it when you're older. Cool. But she probably was cleaning out and threw it out. <sighs> probably. Um, so uh, Grandma tells Devin she's beautiful, and she does. She looks gorgeous. And it, Alicia behaves, even though yeah. Alicia says, "I'm furious at June. I can't even look at him, but I'm going to have a good day today." Um, and they take this beautiful family picture, and it's like, okay, this was strangely very uneventful, and it was kind of nice. They needed it. We need some uneventful from then. Whereas y'all. Mark, we, you know, we said we it. We called hoped, it. We hoped it wasn't going to be true, but episode, what is this again? Season two, episode 13, the beginning of the end for Ari. We said. She's having the breakdown. This was episode one of this, and we're like, this has got DOA all over it. Yeah. And we kind of predicted this would happen, too. We don't like to be right, y'all. No. Well, I do. But... <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and well, it, it helps that I'm not a big fan of hers. So, um, I, yeah. I honestly think, and this is, this is, this is so I'm, I'm going to go less hard in on her. Um, I think there's mental illness at work, you know, um, or at least sensory there's issues, something going on. Yeah. Um, we know about, and I don't mean this as a judgment, but we know that she's self harm before. She's had self harm before. She's, she's done some cutting, and also too, it's the way she cries. Yep, I agree. The way she like brings her hands and holds her, it's like it's it. The, her body language tells me she's not able to process this. Um, it's a processing disorder. Definitely, there's something going on, and it went. It clicked, and I went, ah, this is why Janice is so calm around her. Yeah, because she has to This be. is why she's got everything laid out around her. And Janice didn't want to say it, 
But this is why she's so terrified. It's not, y'all, I don't think Janice, I think Ethiopia, Paris. Least of her worries. London. Kennedy. Davenport. (laughs) LaGuardia. Paris. Paris. London. Kennedy. Kennedy. Sorry, that's a drag race deep cut, y'all. <laughs> what, that's really, really <laughs> offensive that you went there. But I went with you, so it's I can't there. really say anything. Um, but I think no matter where she went, Janice would still be this concerned about her. Because it's about her being on her own. Yeah, and I... I... She's never... I, I guarantee you, when she was in Argentina and wherever she went, she probably had a friend with her. And now, I think for the first time, when and also mother, you're on vacation, it's different, right? When the when the when the mother leaves, she realizes I'm a grown up. And I'm as a grown soon up. as because you, that's a weird thing, as soon as you're as soon as you're kind of out of college, you guys, and you move into your first place, there is a realization that goes, "Oh my God, I'm a grown up now." And for most people, you're waiting for this. For Ari, no, because it's too no, overwhelming. It's too overwhelming. And she probably looks down for the first time at her pregnant belly and goes, holy fucking shit, I'm I, a pregnant woman by this guy who I don't even know. I'm responsible for something, and she probably has trouble just being responsible for her own self. I mean, you guys, and I'm not saying this, it was almost comical how this was exaggerated, her realization of this. It was almost, it was. and I'm not saying I laughed at it. It was like if this would not been a serious situation, it almost, there would have been a laugh track. Yeah, it almost felt yes. There's almost her reaction was so strong and so quick. Yeah, from when her mom left. That's what I'm saying. It was almost like, is this fake? But I'm telling you, I don't all, think it it's was not fake at all. This is not scripted. Um, this is the least scripted moment of this entire. There was one moment I, so that I want to talk about that I know is scripted, but um, uh, not for this story. So mom basically says, call me and I'll send you a ticket. So that just tells you. Again, she says this like. mom's plan. Mom, mom, I think, can see where this is heading. I don't think it's. But I think like Janice isn't like. No, it's not, not. It's no, not. No, I just want to clarify. She's not like Mother Debbie of like, this is what I want. I think she truly wants what Ari wants. She wants Ari to be happy. But I feel like she knows. And y'all come at us, whether you're kids or parents. I think one of the hardest things is um, my, especially if you have quote unquote supportive parents, not everybody does. So, but you know, once I, my, I was pursuing something and uh, my mom was like, it was encouraging me to pursue singing. And I said, oh mom, you just say that because you're my mom. And she said, no, actually I love you more than anyone. And I would never encourage you to do something I thought you were going to fail at. Oh. And I believe that you can do this. And that was really sweet to say, and in, and I think for Janice, I think it's it's got to be really hard to know. Yep, this is too much, and I know this is too much, but I can't tell you this is too much. Right, you have to learn this is too much. That is really yep. That is hard for a hard parent lesson. to do. I think Janice is a damn good mom. I think she's an amazing mom and a wonderful person. I probably would like to sit yep. and knit with her because I bet she would it, knit. There, it's pretty divisive about her. Um, they're uh, the the nine day world. I mean, but I'm a big fan of hers. I think also I just want to own the fact, even though Poodle and I behave like women, we're not <laughs> women, and the dynamic between a daughter and a mother is something we will never yep. understand. 
close. I don't know. Mine, mine's pretty close with my mom. But never fully understand. I just love, she's like, what am I? And she's like, you're my positive gangster. It's like she really has to like. Stay positive for Ari. Stay positive for Ari. And it's like, the, I bet there's this cycle in their relationship of Ari Rebelling, her, her best friend, acting out, trying to rebel because she feels like that's what she needs to do because that's what she's seen in movies or whatever to try to be her own person. Yep, you've nailed it. But she always has to keep coming back to mom. It's like a slingshot of dysfunction. Yeah, she doesn't have Ari does not have it in her to be on her own. And I think I want to say that's okay if you are struggling, especially with mental illness. And you can't be on your own, and you need help and support, yep. and you need to live five minutes from your mom your whole Go life. Go for it. Or you, live, you need to live in your parents' house. That is okay. Yep. Like, get the support that you need. We're not judging. <clears throat> um, Ooh, I just want a Whopper. It just popped in my <laughs> head. I love it how you've taken <laughs> a very serious discussion that we're having, and now I want a Whopper. <laughs> I really fucking want a Whopper. I can just taste it right now in my fucking mouth. Sorry. I would go by and get McDonald's fries. I'd get a Whopper yes. and McDonald's fries. Because Burger King's fries, what the fuck ever. No, but definitely. And uh, and Dr. Pepper from McDonald's. Because they're soda found. I don't know what they put in their soda found, but it's like crack. I've You've said this before. McDonald's Coke tastes different than regular Coke. I don't know. I, I've just never thought really too much about how fountain drinks taste. You could get a Diet Coke from McDonald's and a Diet Coke from anywhere else, and it will taste differently. Maybe it's got more carbonation. Come at us, Who queens. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Sorry. That's like the second time I've said that. I, w- <laughs> I <laughs> Stop waylaying me. We're talking about Ari's mental illness. I would love you know we could we could actually say something but you're talking about whoppers anyway Um, I the thing is you guys she's sad and and Benyam does not have the tools to help her to to get her through this the language not the language no and she's like he's like don't be sad she's like I just miss my mom and she and she says this all of a sudden everything feels very real and there you have it, you guys. This has all been a fantasy to her. This has all yeah. been some type of fairy tale of exoticism that she met this wonderful man who didn't look like her and had strange customs. And they had a night. She got pregnant. But that's okay. They're, she's going to go raise her family and live and, and, and live in this uh, this this exotic place with yes. different foods and different cultures and she would be living a, a very exotic lifestyle as an american because she doesn't want to be american anymore and that this is the kernel that i've despised about her <laughs> what is this Star Trek? Lawrence of Arabia. Oh. Why'd you play that? Talk about exoticism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is... I was giving you a soundtrack because you were on a good soapbox. But this 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 is the problem I've had with her from the very beginning. And, and, and... 
And the fact that she's been, I, I kind of blame both of her parents, the fact that they've enabled it. It's, well, yes. It, yes. Oh, yeah. It's different. You, you know, they, they actually, they would have stepped in if the baby wasn't there. I'm, they would have stepped in. Yes. I want to say, it's interesting you say this is a problem I have. And just from our base of our conversation, it, this is the way I feel. And I, I imagine, I have a suspicion you feel this way too, but come at me if I'm wrong. You know, we'll talk about, oh, I have a problem with this person. Da da da, da da da. With Ari, I say, you, we might say the word problem, but for me, I have a fear. Okay. It's almost as if when I say, and maybe I'm too invested in her, but it almost as when, like you say, this is what's the problem, this fantasy, I have a fear of it because, like, a part of me worries about, like, herself. Oh, yeah. Herself. Like, it's a different of, like, f- the fragility of it uh, with her. I, it's, I, that's it's part deeper, of it. And it's, um, it's, we're seeing it, too, in that she, it's happy, sad. Yep. That's it for her. It's interesting. I don't think she has a complexity of emotions because as soon as her mom leaves and now, they're, like you said, the bubble pops, it's now... Not just this part of her life is bad. Yeah. It's all bad. And she even says when I think there's something to that, though, when uh, when my mom with my mom around this, this was like a vacation. Yeah. And this is what I'm talking about. You guys, it's it's a little bit of the same idea I have about the notebook. You know, you think this is going to be some fantasy you have. But I use the phrase exotic for a reason is that we take these things that look shiny um, and we appropriate them. As, well, as Americans and yeah. uh, and 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 that's kind of what she was. We uh, there was this whole thing uh, in the 19th century about people going to places and kind of appropriating them. That's where exoticism comes from. Well, and more of like you know, for a lot of people, a lot of people have had to do this. My brother and sister in law got married and pregnant at a very young age, and they showed up and they created an incredible life. And a lot yeah. of people do this all around the world. It's tale as old as time. Right. You get pregnant when you're young, and you show up and you be parents. I don't know if Ari has it in her to do it. I don't it. think so. I don't think she does. That's why I'm scared for her. I, and this is, this is and she even said this, and we, we've talked about this. These two people don't know each other at all. And that's what she finally says. She was like. At all. She's like. I'm stuck here. I don't have any friends here. Yep. She said she stuck. Said, it's very interesting. I'm not looking forward to being alone with you. Oh, wow. And that was it, when I went, I actually kind of dropped my pen. Yeah. Um, and I think, too, she's been brought up in a family, you guys, where they say their emotions a lot. Yes. And, <laughs> and strangely, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. But maybe not, not to him. He's, he's not, not there. He doesn't. He doesn't understand. And then, bless his heart, I feel bad for him because now he's thinking, he said, I don't understand this. Fuck. This is going to be another woman who takes my baby back to the United States. And he's terrified. So she, by expressing herself in that way, has wrecked him. And But Um, he doesn't, yeah. And yeah. And and so it's, it's very interesting. They don't, they don't, we say they don't speak the same language. They also don't speak the same emotional languages. Yeah. Uh, But... I I wrote this down. Maybe just go have coffee and talk, and maybe try to get to know each other. But it it but, yeah, but sh- maybe imagine she just the can't immediacy. You know, when ten weeks from now you're going to have a baby. Yeah, I just think this was doomed from the start. Yeah, I mean, 
I think I think mental illness is going to start. We saw a little preview this week. She's losing her shit next week, you guys. She's losing her shit. Like yelling at him and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel bad for Bidium, but I think another another child's going to go back to the United States. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm kind of torn. You you you're you you're afraid for her. I kind of feel that too. God, but her hubris bothers me so much. This kind of American hubris of I'm going to go live my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be I'm going to do my own thing, but she has none of the coping skills. Yeah. And that comes and, back oh. a lot of times I wonder like where did the parents play into that? Yeah. And I just I feel like too we all know people like this. Yeah. We all oh, know yeah. people like this and they frustrate us in life. Yeah. Yeah. In LA a lot of them are actors. <laughs> true it's true especially when you come from obviously privileged positions but y'all really beautiful not all of them but there are some people that i've worked with that are like beautiful up-and-coming actors that look like brad pitt or like charlie's Theron, gorgeous that are like up and coming some of them work really hard but some of them you're like you've never had to like do this and you've never had to just ne- things have never been real for you right but anyway on that anyway, note so sad commercial break <laughs> see you in a we'll bit see you in a bit ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. 
Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. We're back. Can I just say... It's so much, we just said this, it's so much easier to watch The Other Way instead of Happily Ever After. It's just as intense, but it's only an hour. It's less, it's, I think it's less about the length. I think it's all about the storytelling. I think both, actually. I think both. But I do, the the storytelling I think is better on The Other Way. Again, it goes back to what I said in Happily Ever After. All of them have end goals. Like there's something they've got to like where it's not created as much in Happily Ever After. I think that's a big thing. I think the vignettes, the segments are longer too in Happily Ever After. Yeah. And it's hard for these people to carry, (laughs) to carry like seven minute segments. Yeah, Brittany's not going to do that. No. Brittany's not going to do that. But we're going to get to them later. First, we're going to talk about Kenny and Armando. And y'all off to get authentic Mexican tacos. We are. Been there. <laughs> we want to say before this, speaking of our anniversary, and uh, y'all, he's probably listening because we've learned that, that he is. <laughs> oh, Kenny came for us in a cameo, and it was fucking amazing. It was. He read us for filth. He read us for filth. First of all, y'all, no, his forehead does not have Botox. Um, I'm jealous because mine does, and it does not look like his forehead <laughs> without Botox. You know what? We'll, we'll take his word for it. And then he also said... I came after his kids' names. He said, I like my kids' names. He's no, like, he said they're great names. He's and like, I, they're great names. He's like, they're not basic at all, Matt or Jake. 
<laughs> that's fair. I'm not gonna lie. That's fair. <laughs> Kenny. I only came after his son's name because of the spelling, I believe. But then you also said you wanted to fuck his son. So, you know, there's yeah, both. there's that. His son is cute. Um, his son is cute. So, y'all, it was a really sweet cameo. He made, he made cute kids. I think all the Oh, yeah, they're all the beautiful. The, yeah. And I like his kids, especially his older daughter in this episode. Oh, yeah. She's, like, fucking ready She's to fight. She's going to throw down. Um, I will say... Um, Anyway, the cameo was really sweet, Kenny. He also said a lot of sweet things of congratulating us. Yeah, um, he was really nice. And you know, although I almost died from food poisoning the last time I went to Mexico, and I don't <laughs> know how long it's going to be until I go back. If we're ever in Mexico, we'll do shots with you. Yeah, I'd love to meet up with them. Yeah, that'd be fun. They would be a couple who I'd actually like to oh, talk to. Oh, we would get along with them. Uh, I don't think we're going to go to Kentucky and have brunch with Paul and Karini. <laughs> no, don't think that's going to happen. No. Or even or even coffee with Robert and Annie. I don't I don't even think that would be. <laughs> well, first of all, well, now that she has a baby, uh, maybe uh, maybe not coffee with, you know, sans Robert, I could do it. I could, too. Annie, yeah. let's go to brunch with Annie. But yeah. Robert. Oh, God. Yeah, y'all, there's, there's not a lot, a lot of these people we would ever like to spend any time with. It's just, I, I just don't think so. No, I think, I don't I think, think I'd so. have a good time talking to Lauren and Alexi. I think they'd be a fun hang. Okay, <laughs> this is what would happen, <laughs> is that we would talk to Lauren and Alexi. Lauren, I'd we, let you talk we to would start Lauren, ta- and then we would I'd start talk, talking. talking to Alexi. She, y'all, she's a squirrel friend. She loves gays. We would, her and I would start talking about cool. Yeah. Then Jake would go to the bathroom, and suddenly be like, something's wrong in the bathroom. And then suddenly, Alexi gets molested in the bathroom <laughs> by Poodle. Maybe. We'd have, we'd, we 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 definitely need to have drinks with them because I just want to get a little handsy with him. He'd probably be okay <sighs> with it. You know who actually who is. And y'all, we say we like these people. Kenny, we'll still shade you. Yeah. We love you, but we keep it real. But uh, we've kind of, she's messaged, uh, Veronica's a big fan of our show. Tim and Veronica would, be a, Tim and would Veronica. be a great hang. I hey, you know, I would love to see Tim's Ed Hardy jean collection just for that. <laughs> I mean, it's probably worth quite a bit of money hey, at this yo, point. Hey, Tim. It's your boy, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Just staying, being easy and staying it's cheesy. <laughs> Y'all, we're saying that because Poodle compared. He said two things about Tim. He said, the, he said he's the walking embodiment of embroidered jeans. I said he's a walking pair of embroidered jeans. And then yeah, uh, he also jeans. called, Jake said he sounds like Chester Cheetah. He sounds like Chester Cheetah to me. He's not wrong. <laughs> and now I, I want think Cheetos. Tim would be fine with that. Oh, I think Tim would be fine. I actually really like, this is Tim, not cheese stick Tim, Tim. Tim from uh, Tim Malcolm from yeah. Charlotte. Um, I really like I really like Tim and Veronica on Pillow Talk. Oh, they're, I, they're, they're my great. favorite. They are they are kind of the favorite. On Pillow I feel Talk. like too. Both of them kind of keep it real. They're like and brother they're, and sister. Yeah, you can see why they never end up. Veronica, don't date him anymore. He's like no. your brother because he still would want to give. I don't think pretty. She, I think she's moved on. Good for her. Um, I don't know. They're 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 fun. Well, if we're in Charlotte, we'll hang Veronica and Tim. But we'll here's the deal, y'all. We're always going to read you. I don't care who you are. I know. Are. We don't, we'll still come for you. I don't care for you. Darcy, we'll do shots with you, but we'll still read you for filth. <laughs> I, I don't think, think I could party with I Darcy. I think that would be so messy. Oh, God. The crying. She'd start crying 15 minutes later. Yeah. Come here. Come, that's, I just, 
What if I love? I just what if I love? Because she would know we're there. But help! <laughs> anyway, I love gay guys. Gay guys love me, right? We do. Um, so back to the gay guys at hand, uh, Kenny and Armando. So, so they're going to get tacos, y'all. A late night taco. And so he, they're kind of there and and uh, at the place. And we already know Kenny is a kind of a clean freak. He's a clean freak, and I want to say again, I'm already coming. Is Kenny one of those picky eaters? Because who doesn't oh, eat? Oh yes. Guac- who doesn't eat guacamole? Guacamole is one of the best things on the don't, planet. Don't spoil this. That needs. We need to dissect that whole <laughs> section. I found it very disrespectful to guacamole in general. I was pretty offended. Y'all, that's like the only when you're trying to eat healthy, the only thing you can eat that has fat in it that's not terrible for you is pretty much avocados and guacamole. Y'all. These tacos that they were served, these gorgeous, scrumptious tacos, he looked and I went, ew, can I get one without the green sauce? <sighs> no, you can't. <laughs> that taco, it was, an, it was an abomination that you did not want to eat that taco. That taco looked delicious. It did look. <laughs> there was a woman in there who made that taco, some abuela, and she made that taco really, really well. Homemade flour tortilla. How or dare tortilla. you? How dare you not like a And this is not coming avocado. from a space of somebody who's been eating low carbs for the last month anyway. Is not at brutal? all. Not at all. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, <laughs> Kenny did ask for, they had like tripe and head. And he's like, can I get meat from the normal part? <laughs> he is a picky eater, obviously. He is a picky eater, um, yeah. Now, he is from Indiana, so it makes sense. Oh, that's They're not true. used They're to not eating. Used to... Yeah. Nobody goes, hey, let's have some chicken tikka masala in Indiana. <laughs> can we just have uh, uh, beef meat, meat sandwich instead? It's or true. I never... hot beef? Yeah, I never realized that until... When I remember when family came out for my grad degree, I took them to a Cuban restaurant, and you would have told, thought I took them to, were eating alien dick. They were it's all not, just like. Cuban food's not even that foreign. I know. I was like, ropa vieja. They're like, ropa vieja? What's that? Yeah. It's shredded beef, like on a bed of rice. What's in it? Yeah. And I'm like, but no, you forget when you're from small towns and you never eat that kind yeah, of stuff. I guess. I feel like I grew My up. My father won't eat any of that. I feel like I grew up with parents who wanted to try other things, though. They always made us, and they tried <sighs> things. But I also feel like it's different when you're from, because like Oklahoma, like again, they try to say they're the South. They're not really, and even honestly, I don't even think Texas is really the South. <laughs> oh, don't don't come for us Texans. But because the Texas cult- is its own state, culture is a, Texas yeah. is its own thing. It's like a mixture of. Independence, Southern, yes, and, which is yeah. a little bit of Oklahoma too, but Texas way did yeah. goes away and has a lot more Spanish influence. So Tex-Mex is on Tex-Mex is great, but it's um, it's what show was that? What show was I watching? Was oh, it no. Cheer? Where she's like, here in Texas, we do Tex-Mex. It's amazing. <laughs> what? What? They were like taking a. Oh, I think it was Cheer. I never watched it. They're like they're at that Texarkana school, and there's this woman who's probably named Judy. Who you should watch it. It's only six episodes. Um, she was teaching them at their little school yeah. at Nazareth, and she's like, <laughs> they have to take like Texas like 
Learn about Texas class. Yeah, you have to. You're in Texas. You got to learn Texas history. Yes, I fucking hated that shit. And so, anyway, she's like, so here in Texas, we have Tex-Mex. It's amazing. (laughs) It's not like Mexican food at all. It's better. (gasps) And then it shows her saying, and in Texas, we're pretty much more of a conservative state. We love our guns here. Like it Jesus. was, this, it was, it was this. I was like, this is not Texas history. This is someone who's just kind of teaching her own ag- agenda. That's bizarre. I know. It reminded me of that teacher I had. That for triggers a, me. American history, Bill George. <laughs> the worst teacher. He was. That was horrible. also the name of our port- our, our portable dishwasher for a while because we that named did it after, not work. And we named it after things that we hated that are people that we hated that did not do their job well. Mm-hmm. And that was Bill George. And mine was Nikki Banks. And you know what? My mother went and talked to him and set him straight. <laughs> Probably said, I don't care what that faggot does. She recorded the conversation, <gasps> too. Stop! Oh, yeah. My mother went up there in her power suit. What What was the problem? What was the problem you had? <sighs> so, y'all, this is a deep Southern story. So uh, I'm so sorry I asked. <laughs> Bill George was, he was one of those teachers that all he did was, he was just there for tenure, and he had, you know those teachers that, first of a all. coach? Sounds like a coach. Maybe he used to be, but I had him fourth for uh, American history, fourth period, when all the other boys were in physical, literally, y'all, I'm not kidding. When I was in eighth grade, every other boy was in athletics in fourth period. Yeah. And I was not. I was the one boy. Wow. So it was just me in a classroom of nothing but girls, <gasps> which is fine for me. But for yeah. Bill George, he always favored girls over guys, and he had favorites, and he didn't like that I was in that class. And he always, he picked on me and bullied me. And it was because he probably, but because I was a gay kid, he always singled me out in the class. Wow. Always got on to me for talking, even when I wasn't talking. Wouldn't get on to the girl talking to me. Would give me detention, not then. And then I wrote a note to my friend, Lene. (laughs) Lene Beard, y'all, still one of my best friends. I wrote a note in class. But on break, I passed Lene the note, not in his classroom, on break. What do you mean on break? Like in the five-minute break you have between classes. Oh, yeah. I passed Lene a note. On bet- I wrote the note in third period, not even in his class. Lene was in third period, and I said in the note, I bet you're in old – I know you're in old Georgie's class right now. I bet it sucks. <gasps> and that's all I put. I handed Lene the note. Bill George saw me hand her the note and made Lene give him the note. In between classes? In between classes. A note that I did not write in his class and said, and handed the note and said, and his reason being later for that is he thought that maybe we were dealing drugs. What? Yes. And so. This is crazy. This is in third period, fourth period. I've never heard this story. Third period I had Bill George. I'm sitting there in Bill Fourth period. Fourth period. We're late. We- I just corrected you in your own story. <laughs> <laughs> you do all the time. So I'm sitting there in fourth period. And, and I've I'm, never heard it before. <laughs> I'm telling all the girls and I'm terrified. I'm like, y'all, he took that note. And I said in that, that, it, that I didn't like his class. I come down. He finally shows up 10 minutes late. And he just looks in the thing, points at me, and then points to the hallway. Takes me to the principal. I look back on it now. He bullies me. And basically, he is trying to get me suspended for school for <gasps> two weeks. And wow. the principal, and thank God, I, kept, I had the reasoning to say, 
I don't understand if I wrote a note in class, not in his class, there's nothing bad in the note. Yeah. Tried to get me suspended, kind of big, shamed me, told all the other teachers what a horrible kid I was. None of the teachers believed him because a lot of them loved me. Bonnie Marr. <laughs> Bonnie Marr. Say mother's name, but that's okay. That's fine. That's my mom's name. She came, because I love her, she came up to that the classroom two days later. Y'all, she said, he thinks he's getting some small town housewife. The Uh-oh. fuck he is. Because my mom worked for the IRS, y'all. <laughs> she went up there in one of her power suits that she made herself that were beautiful because she couldn't afford the Liz Claiborne ones at Dillard's. <laughs> so she made them herself and they were gorgeous. Uh-oh. Anyway, came up in her power suit, walked in, had a 20-minute conversation. And I remember listening to it. And all the time you just heard the click of his pen, clicking, clicking, <gasps> clicking. And let him say his piece. And my mother said, she finally said, Okay, I've listened to you, and here's what's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen to my son because my son did nothing wrong, and you're a bully, and you're going to stop bullying my son. And I couldn't take another. They couldn't switch me classes because the only other history class, oh, we have science. The only other science class was during choir. And I had a Oh, God forbid. And she was like, and she she said, my son can't switch classes because he has more talent in him than you'll ever see. (gasps) Oh. And I'll say the only thing I don't agree with is my son said that your that your class sucks. I don't like that word. He should have said that your class is not effective. Your class is not engaging. Ooh. Your class is deficient to his education and that you're not a good teacher for him. But you know what? This is a cards that we have and we're going to fucking play this deck and nothing's ever going to come from this again. <gasps> And she grabbed a purse and she walked out and Bill George never bothered me again. Wow. That is an epic tale. Don't fuck with Mama Mar. Wow. Where are we? I'm riled up now. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry that we had to do that in the middle of, if you're listening, Kenny, I'm sorry that had to take place in your segment. Kenny and Armand are like, fuck, I thought this was about us. Uh... Anyway, so he does need to go to the bathroom. He uh, does. And he doesn't speak anyway. Spanish. Again, Kenny, you seem like a really smart guy. I just want to phrase this again, Kenny. Cheese stick no Spanish. <laughs> I just It boggles my mind how adept he is at the language. It it is kind of like seeing a penguin walk by you in an actual tuxedo. <laughs> It's weird. It makes you question your own understanding of the world. Learn. The fact that Cheese Stick speaks pretty good Spanish like, is just wrong. And it's yes. And Chris, one of our Facebook moderators, she emailed, she was like, "So Kenny and Kenny trying to order tacos. This is going to be rough for him." I and I think too. I think they may be playing up a little maybe, bit of Kenny's maybe they are. Uh, uh, ignorance of Spanish. However, this. You guys, this toilet a, thing was extreme. at a small restaurant like this. You don't go to the bathroom. You just don't. You just don't. You, you know what it's going to be like. He already. learned once, and yeah. you know what? Because I'm a son of a plumber, and I've never had to pull a bucket into water. I haven't either. I that's extreme. I I'll mean, get it. That's extreme. Yeah, um, it probably happens a lot. Obviously, because uh, Armando is like, oh yeah, here's what you do. So it doesn't. It doesn't look nice. 
um, you he dips it in the bucket and you pour it in there. He's like, hold it up so it doesn't splash all over you. I also noticed, and this is such a Midwestern thing. Did you notice how he said the word T O I L A T? No, I did not. It's like the turlet. He, he said turlet. Puts an R in there. Turlet. Oh, he does. I've yes. never heard that. He said turlet. That's a very Midwestern thing. Oh. I don't know how Indiana it is, but like you'll you'll hear some Midwestern people say, "Oh yeah, and the turlet." Really? Yes. Come at us, Midwesterners. Yes, it's something. Um, my freshman year roommate said a little bit of turlet. Are you still friends with him? No. Oh. <laughs> Ask that question for a lot of people. My answer is going to be no. Don't know where they are. All these people were friends with their dorm mates and all that. Listen, that didn't happen to me. Like wicked people come into your lives for a reason and then they leave. And wow. that's okay, y'all. Wow. That's my, one of the big problems I have with Facebook. People are you're people meant, that weren't meant to be. You in your are life. meant to outgrow and move on from people. Facebook is this like artificial like. Uh, relationship respirator that is going to continue to breathe life into these fake relationships that don't mean anything. That's why do like I did and organize your Facebook into people you grew up with and then people, college people, and you can decide who sees everything. It's a wonderful way to curate your life. Oh, so do yourself favors. You've created two groups. One just for people. Of course. Oh, it's a wonderful way. A lot of effort. It's you know what it saves me a lot of grief. Wow. Every time I posted something political on my Facebook page, can you imagine what people from uh, where I grew up in South Carolina would say? Oh, I just let them see it. It's not going to help. Oh, not going to help. I I don't think I'm helping anybody. I yeah. just let them see it. I I I find the grief of that that way. I can personally curate because. But you're fa- right, though. It's Facebook like- is absurd. Yes. Uh, we should not. We should not. I should not know what my friend's daughter is doing. Like Tommy Duncan, I don't need to know what you're doing. I That's know. fine. You have your life. You love this, that. Why? It's fine. It's absurd. Facebook is absurd. Subscribe to our Facebook group, <laughs> y'all. Our That's squad. different. Those are the best people in the world. Our sissy squad are the best people in the world. Um, <laughs> so he says turlet. This um, section's taking forever. Uh, don't <laughs> you dare. You know what? You asked for the story. Anyway, he drops the can. It's so all over the place, y'all. This is a mess. Then Armando tries a little PDA and kind of making fun of that because Kenny's basically kind of unfortunately telling Armando that he's not he needs to be more comfortable with PDA. And especially as someone who's recently out and is in a culture like Mexican culture, I think that's pushing a little too hard in general. But I don't, and I think this will change now because what happens is somebody's going to leave and calls them like maricon, maricon or, which or, is like I'm not the, sure what it, they call whatever them. word it was. It's like a the equivalent of the f word of faggot, and um, I think maybe now Kenny will I, realize it's not. Yeah, because I don't think Kenny was trying it's to not Florida. Yes, I think Kenny was trying to push. Armando Prive before. Yeah. From a place of love and I want you to feel comfortable. Right. Maybe this, because I agree. I mean, it's having like you with coaching or therapy with gay clients. Sometimes it is all in their head and not the reality. And I think maybe yeah. Kenny thought that, but no, this is it's the reality. reality. Yeah. That, maybe and that'll... y'all, 
Kenny's daughter is almost, she almost cut a bitch. You know, that is, that is a difference right there. Well, no, I'm kind of, you and I both are. I was going to say something, Ryan is a little bit of Kenny's daughter's, how one had her hand over her ears. You would think that, would, and the other one's trying to fight was Maddie and Poodle. But I'll be honest, I might seem timid, but if someone fucks us over in public, I know, I'll, I'll get up right in their we'll face. We'll both, we'll both come after them. We say they say it's always fight or flight. For me, it's always fight, y'all. It's always fight. <laughs> I'm a little more sixty forty. I get a little. I want seventy thirty. I get a little. I get a little more, and I want to fuck them over. As soon as someone like if the, something comes at me, my um, someone jumped out and scared me once. And I literally swung at them. And so it's good to know that... That's why I don't that's, scare Poodle. <laughs> that's my response. Oh, that scared me. Oh, that scared me. Anyway. Uh, that's all I've got for those two. That's all I got for them. I just want to say... Um, it's... I feel... Felt part of me better watching this. And then... It's not... Because this isn't just Mexico. I mean, the last time I was called a faggot was in Massachusetts, like 10 years ago. I remember being... When was the last time you were called a faggot or something derogatory? That I didn't call myself one? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, probably at a gas station in, in Texas somewhere. Yeah. Because I was on my phone... And I think I was like just like kind of talking. And, he, my- and he sounds like a magpie. <laughs> <laughs> and same. And someone said, "Shut up, faggot." Yeah, yeah. It's I. I honestly heard it, and it didn't bother me at the time. But I kind of took it with me, and I'm like, I haven't been called that in a really long time. It's scary because you worry about your you're not, physical you're immediately safety. Not, you're immediately not safe. Yeah. Because when someone calls me a faggot, the first thing I think of is Matthew Shepard. Yeah. It's like I go there in my head. And I think, too, you guys. But it does get easier. I want to say the way Kenny yeah. said that. with Kenny, was the advice he gave to Armando about that I thought was dead on. Yeah. Of those are their words. Like, they're there to ruin your day. And you can let that affect you, but you can't. No, it was good advice. You yeah. do have to kind of take on, like, that is their energy. I'm not taking on their energy. Yeah, it says more about them. than it's more Because it does get, sadly... The more you build your sense of self, the more you are less immune to that, you know? Yeah. I, I think, that too, it is, a, it is for, for, for that, when you hear derogatory words like that, it is about safety. Because yeah. you don't know, because people are beaten up because of their sexual orientation. Yeah. People are beaten up because of the color of their skin people are beaten up so it is a safety issue that's how it'll affect me if i was like by myself at a gas station and somebody called me that or like i was walking down the street in yeah. massachusetts and somebody called me that and i was i was by myself yeah if we were in a group i'd be way more it wouldn't bother I, me because i'd feel safe i would i would have gone yes girl you want some of I this i would have been like yeah uh-huh and i wouldn't suck your dick anyway because it's the size of an almond in a bird's nest <laughs> Bird's Nest Almond Hashtag Anyway um, Can we move on? Yes <laughs> It's time for Cheese Stick And his favorite girl May Lisa We talked about them for 25 minutes <laughs> The Bill George story was at least 10 minutes God I didn't think I was going to ever get out of that You asked for it I was literally thinking I'm like what if I end my days Sitting here on this couch 
I'm kind of hungry now. What's going to happen if I get weak? And he's still talking. Because I don't think I'm going to be able to stop him. The things anyway, I have when you're talking. It's true. So, Tim and Melissa, y'all, this is kind of a short segment anyway. He's going to an employment agency <laughs> in hopes of getting a job. Um, so, I was like, oh, he's got a work permit. Cool. Um, and he, I will say Tim is like, he kind of laughs at himself. I actually think he seems like a nice guy. He, like, yeah. The way he's like, I called the taxi and I thought I was doing great. And I'm like, <laughs> I've won this. And then y'all, it shows I'm up. I'm not getting on that. This is a difference of Poodle and Tim. And oh, Poodle and me. I would get on that bike I in would, a second. I would not get on a motorcycle at all. But first of all, y'all, that guy was cute. Oh, yeah. I dated a guy. Oh, God. And I got to ride on the back of his motorcycle. It was so hot. Poodle would have jumped on that taxi cab. Oh, in a second. And I bet probably that's... I love riding... riding, riding Riding, bitch. I'm riding down the highway, <laughs> and I'm finally going <laughs> my way. I don't want to turn a bear. And so I think probably another, he probably wouldn't say this, but another reason, I would be very shocked for a straight guy to straddle a bike and know, put their arms around a guy. That's, that's why. That's probably the Especially main reason. Especially in America, they probably wouldn't have a problem with it in Colombia because no. everyone does it. Um, so but suddenly, Poodle now is interested in taking a trip. Ooh, Colombia. <laughs> Sorry, Colombia. Columbia. As, as G-Stick says, I can't I got- wait to go to Colombia. <laughs> Although, G-Stick speaks fluent Spanish, so can't really, but he, you know what, he, he, he does it, does, it's not fluent, he, but he tries really well. He does. I would be that way, too, if I was in Colombia. I wouldn't say Colombia. I would Columbia. say Colombia, because I wouldn't want to sound like Columbia. an idiot in Colombia. <laughs> so, because we make fun of him, but there they probably say, yep. oh, see, He's at the – he does get a regular taxi. He goes to the employment agency. He says, uh, anyway, I think this is now a time for another episode of 90 Days Theater. I'll start – you start, I'll harmonize. It works better that way. Well done. Very good. That's exactly the way it should have been. I wish you'd settle on one key, but it's okay. I like it higher like that. No, that's fine. I just wish you would choose. You do it in different keys. I like to see if you can change. (laughs) Oh, I can. I'm just saying. I just want to see how professional you are. Oh, trust me. I, I can adapt to whatever key you do it in. I'll be thinking it's the wrong key every time, but I'm a, I'm professional. That's how it rolls. Um, y'all, uh, Poodle's going to be playing the role of G-Stick Golden Retriever. Um, I'm going to be playing the role of, I forget what her name was, of the woman working at Poor the employment harried employment agency so worker. I don't want to be racist, so I am not going to be doing a Spanish accent. We are going to translate this. And you are this. not going to be speaking Spanish. And instead, I'm going to be playing this as a role of Fran from New Jersey who works <laughs> at an employment agency. I prefer that. I'm chewing gum. Hey there. Hi. Can you Hello? can you help me find a job? <laughs> this is it. We've never had an actual dog come into our employment agency. Oh really? Yeah. Can you scratch my neck real quick? One second. Okay. I just got my nails done. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, you're getting one of those 
dog boners. I don't like that popsicle. All Push right. popping. <laughs> All right. How can I help you? You looking for a job? I'm looking sonny? for a job. Ma, okay. ma, uh, uh, ma, ma. Uh, uh, my experience it out. We ain't is, got in, all day. is in so I'm a dog who's learned to talk. Give me a break. This That's is in true. Spanish, too. That's true. It's a lot going on. It's hard to say my palabras because <laughs> I'm a dog. I don't even and know what know, palabras mean. Uh, you know what? I, I, I was working as a software engineer. I know that's weird, a dog software engineer. I've seen worse. If Clifford the big red dog could do it, so could I. It's hard to find him work. He's fucking lazy. So anyway, what you got for me? Well, first of all, we need to know three words that describe you, cheese stick. Hmm. That is a really difficult proposition. Just three words. Just. Uh, I would say. I'm aging here. Just three words. I would say, uh. Boy. I don't really, uh. Just three words. I'm a workaholic. That's um uh, a sentence. I I I, I I sometimes like to uh hump legs. Again, that's a phrase. Uh just one word just one word. I just need oh, one word. Arf I'll write it down. And scene. Y'all. That's exactly how it happened. One of <laughs> Cheese Stick's words. Finances. <laughs> Y'all, this is like, they teach you this in high school. Three words to fucking describe yep. yourself. Know what that is. He's an idiot. You know, and yet he knows Spanish. <laughs> I think too. It was. You're having, right. It's a penguin wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> that is the a per- penguin wearing an actual tuxedo. Yes. You know that's the thing. It's like a hat on a hat. Yeah. The fact <laughs> the fact that cheese sticks speak Spanish scrambles my brain. <laughs> um. So it is hard to have a job interview in Spanish. It, it is. is. Um. However, um, Poodle has had many a job interview in Spanish, but it ends with what, Jake? Uh, 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 Vengo. <laughs> I think that was Italian. It's okay. Um, venga. That's what I call it. Venga. Job interview. Chupo me venga. Uh, that's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I've heard. He didn't know you had to have a job permit. That's the thing. I, when he goes, I'm like, oh, he, he, he get, he's got a work permit already. How'd that that's happen? What, yeah. I guess he's never watched he's like, the show. Gosh, I guess it's hard. <laughs> he's like, I guess I should have done my research, but I'm a dog and I don't know how to get on the internet yet. Don't know how to do it. Hump legs. He did say. He did say he's getting. He he. She said, "Well, you could get married." And he's like, "Oh, that's not gonna happen." Oh, no. Sorry, I pooped on the carpet and she's still <laughs> mad about it. It still let it to stain. <laughs> And she told me I was a bad dog. <laughs> anyway, so Y'all. they're not getting married. Um, cheese stick's gonna live to fight another day. Yep, and hopefully not poop on the carpet anymore. Hopefully not poop on the carpet. Um, let's talk about Brittany and Yazan. Okay. If you're finished, okay. Yeah, boy, this segment. This was this was so lazy. This whole <laughs> segment. That's a good word for it. 
This was so scripted, y'all. This was very scripted. This was this was fo- so phoned in. Literally, like we had to we we had to listen. None of this was filmed, so we had to listen. I think the, at least in our to our, our year history of watching 90 Day Fiance, this is the first time they've actually talked about action happening not on the camera. Yes. Like we got a little bit of Jenny Smith. That shit happened. That was different. That was, they were done filming. They thought they'd already gotten I, everything and I they have, had to fly back. I have to ask, would they have a camera crew with them at all times? Well, well the camera crew goes home for the day. I guess. So if something happened to, late at night. But she she would have had to, you, but you're supposed to call them whenever something happens. So they can be there for the When we for saw the, the camera crew was with him. It was with him. Yeah. Remember, we got a little bit of that. But that was his, his, his confessional. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, so that's true. That's let's true. talk about what's happened. So she's like, that was this situation last night. And I didn't think he was communicating with me very well. And we kept thinking they were going to flash back and show it. Yeah. They and did so not. then, so she's like, here's what happened. He ta- she tagged him on a social media post, which, come on, Brittany. That's why I thought this was halt, like completely yeah. scripted. Then his family went through her feed. She basically like, threw a juicy piece of meat out there for and the, his extended yeah, family. The, she said that his extended family is always trying to break up their relationship. Yeah. This is not new. And they found a picture of her in a bikini, a skimpy little bikini. She looked beautiful. She looked fine at her friend's house. And they tried to like totally say she's naked in a yeah, harlot. Said, I, got, I have a naked pic of, of your fiance. Um, and so she said, yes, I lost it. And I texted, they texted them and had a, they had a fight. And I wrote, wow, that was the that worst was description. That was like, <laughs> that was like someone, if someone described a civil war battle as this side shot their guns and that side shot their guns. They were wearing blue and, and gray. 10,000 10, people died. There you go. <laughs> it's the worst play by play. It was. Yeah, it's awful. So we kind of have to get over. This was such a bad segment, you guys. Bad. I. I it wasn't great. And it's the whole. It's been really interesting because I feel like the whole their whole storyline has so many plot holes that I don't understand why so and so would do this or why he would say this at this time if he knew this and why she would say that. And I don't feel like it's all fake. I think they want to try to be together. I think they're both idiots. Yeah, I just feel like this is being told in a strange way. Um, anyway. So, anyway, so they and so they talk at the restaurant. They basically, you know, he's like, we've got to work through this, yada, yada, yada. And basically, Zahn's like, it's, you know, my honor or Brittany. Um, but y'all, but he also can't complain because he loves that picture, y'all, because... He loves her ass so much. He loves her cake. He loves her cake. There was something they posted in our sissy squad. They said, Yazan wants a Muslim woman on the outside yep. and an American woman on the totally. inside in the bedroom. That's exactly what he wants. That is totally what he wants because, y'all, she says, well, so we made up. Do you want to stay at my place tonight? Yeah. And he and, says, we can't be together. And honestly, shame on her for doing that. Shame on her for doing it, but she's doing Especially it on in camera. Front of camera. Yeah. And she's like, I understand it's wrong because he knows he she knows he can't say that. And because his 
religion, regardless of what you think, that's his personal beliefs. That's his personal beliefs. Shame on her. And she says, what am I supposed to do? I want to honor him, you know, because Yazan is a virgin. Like this. Yazan, dot, 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 pregnant pause, is a virgin. And her face goes into this like she's been sucking on 11 lemons like Renee Zellweger before the facelift. So do we believe Yazan is a virgin? No. Um, maybe, maybe complete vaginal sex. But she's blown him. And she might have given she might have given him anal. <laughs> because that's fine. No, a lot that, of people I know. do that. I'm still I don't get that. I'm still but appalled a lot of religious when I hear people that. do butt sex because it's not, you know, in I'm, the baby maker. I'm absolutely appalled that that's I agree. Okay. Straight people be crazy. Y'all. Straight people. Let's bring back that six. Straight this people is, be crazy. They that's, are just that's straight. That's one of the things my gay ass can't understand, how that's not considered sex. Um, straight people <laughs> be crazy. A lot of sissies in our sissy squad, I don't think anybody's buying that he's a virgin. In fact, no. I think that's why he thinks he's in love with her, is they yeah. fucked y'all. Yeah, I think that, and exactly. And he's... I do think probably maybe it's the first person he's had sex with. I agree with that. And now he is in love with that pee. I, either that or they've done everything but vaginal intercourse. And she's saving it and he wants it. Yeah. And she's, Why, she has enticed it, him. It all makes sense now. Yeah. It's when she said that, I went, oh, this is all clicking. Why he believes this can work. And then at the end, she's like. Or he says, maybe, I don't know who says this, but I think, no, she says this. You know what? This is really crazy with Yazan, but what's the relationship with that little crazy? That uh, tells us a lot about your track record, honey. Yeah. That was me yeah. in my 20s when I said, what's the relationship Wait, with that little crazy? She is 20. Eight. It's true. But she's older. And you think she's been in some bad relationships, so you think she'd want a little more not crazy. I like it then in our sissy squad, someone... I was afraid to say it, but I'm glad someone did. They're like, does anyone think that Britney's braces might not be real? And I've been, I thought of it. I think they're probably afraid. You actually have said that before. Yeah, I think I have. Like that maybe van- vanity braces. Like, yeah. 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 I know that's, that's a weird thing to say, but that's what sugar babies do, y'all, to get money from. Would you be my sugar baby? Uh, anyway, I, I, I think Britney is in this for questionable motives i think she Uh, definitely wants to be a bigger influencer and rapper and this is a great way to get on television yeah because she hasn't shown herself to be let's say um very empathetic no (laughs) no yeah neither has he no but he's coming from such a strict culture that's not even that was not a skill he was taught yep so, that's, I just hated this segment. I hated everything about it. I'm bored by that. Yep. Apparently next week she goes back, has to go back to Chicago. We don't know why. I wonder, Probably maybe about it's because she has to get a fucking divorce. divorce. Y'all remember, I know you forget every time, she's still Mel married. She married. She married. That's and all I've got about this shit. That's all I got. And now it's time. Hanging sissy's spot on lame. Sissy, sissy, sissy's spot God, I hate this song. 
All right, y'all. We're going to take a listen. We'll be right back. Hey, my name is Kim. Um, walking by, and my Patreon name is B-I-M-K-Y-E. And I just wanted to tell you guys thank you for everything that you guys do. You are amazing. Um, my husband and I just went through a pregnancy loss, which, as you know, is always really tough. Um, but good story is it was yesterday, and we're recovering well. But I was in the recovery room kind of drugged out on anesthesia and waking up. And I was scrolling through my Instagram feeds, and there you guys were, and I clicked on it, and it was the little video you all posted of you guys um, on the couch, and then Jake's porn came on, and Maddie did the scream, and all I can tell you is I was just dying laughing in recovery. My recovery nurse was like, what the heck was that? And I showed it to her, and she was dying laughing. So anyway, keep doing what you're doing. You made my day. You made me smile. You make me laugh, and I know you do a lot for all of us. So thank you for all that you guys do, and keep going clean. Bye. Well, that was lovely. That that was deep, y'all. That was definitely, we appreciate that. We normally don't love, we don't not love, but we, y'all, sometimes y'all leave us voicemails saying, we love what you do. Thank you so much. And we're it's kind very of grateful great, for those. We're very grateful, but we don't want Sissy Spotlights to kind of be like, oh, we're awesome. But we played that because we know a lot of sissies in the squad and just a lot of you listening out there have gone through some rough shit like just that. Just like she did. Just like she, especially with a lot of you are trying to have children. And so we just hope that that like, you're not alone in that. Yeah. And remember you guys, even, even in any moment in this, if you can laugh just one minute and then she said, she showed the nurse the same thing that mm-hmm. we were doing. That's one step in processing. That's and, and just, or just one reprieve. But no, I was going to agree with you and you have to realize y'all, it might not be where you want to be, but one step is one fucking yeah, step. Yeah, exactly. Acknowledge that. Acknowledge Because it. you guys, we say you might want to process that all the time, but that's the only way any of us get through life. It's just gradual processing everything that's mm-hmm. happening to us, especially what we're happening, what's happening right now. It's true. I mean, it's you, just one long process. And if you can't cry, a lot of times people like to say, I should cry. I know I need to cry. Sometimes we don't want to cry, but we can always look for an opportunity to laugh. laugh. Either one, y'all... The dopamine and what happens in your brain, it's very similar yep. in crying and laughing. It's right. a release. So I oftentimes go, if I like cry for something, I will start laughing uncontrollably after. That may It's usually mean- after sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. What is this Anyway. All right, Kim, we love you. Thank you for your shout out. We appreciate that so much. Y'all, it's time. It's time. It's time for our sissy shout-outs. Boy, you you convoluted that. Thank you for your shout-out. No, thank you for that message. That That message. That was was our spotlight. I said, now it's time for our shout-outs. That's what I said. No, you said thank you for that shout-out. Oh, yeah. That's confluent. You know, we should name things more different. (sighs) That's part of branding. It's it's not my fault. You just can't (laughs) separate them. Y'all, this... God. Let's... I'm, we're on W and X. I'm going to go first. Okay. Because I have W. Um, y'all, this sissy shout out. <laughs> this sissy y'all, shout out. I can't fucking handle that. I, this goes to, this is W, y'all. This goes out to Famantha. <laughs> Famantha. 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 Fucker and fuck that. Famantha. Famantha. Winslow. 
Famantha Winslow. Famantha Winslow. Y'all, Famantha, <laughs> she's an OG. She's been around, an OG sissy. Been around for a hot minute, so she's seen some shit. Okay. Y'all, so Famantha Winslow, a lot of people don't know this. She was raised by nuns Oh, in Switzerland. Okay. Swiss nuns. Swiss nuns. So um, she doesn't really feel like they go she, hard. She doesn't really know where she belongs. Um, she's been looking for, you know, that, pl- as Richard Marks would say, her place in this world. Yes. Her place in this world. I'm do tonight to find my place in this world. My place in this world. Is that Michael W. Smith? It is. <laughs> That took two choruses from my <laughs> way. Wait, is that Michael W. Smith? Not Richard Marks. Close, though. <laughs> you gotta admit, they're kind of close. I think Michael W. Smith would have a problem with that. Maybe. I think Richard Marks Acc- would have a problem with that. According to Claire Parr, he's a wonderful human being. Uh, yes. And you know, I've heard Richard Marks is a wonderful human being, too. I had a real crush on him. Oh, come part, on. He was part of my sexual awakening. Oh, yeah, that hair. <laughs> There's going to just be a flip book that I'm going to call My Sexual Awakening. It's just going to be pictures. And maybe little antidotal things you write. About, this is when I was skipping one day on the book in Greenville Valley. (laughs) Y'all would buy that book, right? And I was talking to the fish because they were my only friends. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, how about you don't hijack my story? (laughs) Sorry. Famantha. Y'all, Famantha Winslow. I'll be quiet. So here's the deal. She really never felt like she belonged anywhere. And then one day it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, she watched watched Family Matters on TGIF. Because because she was a Winslow. Because they're the Winslows. And she said, This day and age. I'm a white woman raised by Swiss nuns, but fuck it, I belong to this black family in America. And y'all, that's what she set out to do. So (laughs) y'all, spoiler alert. That show got canceled, and she went into a deep depression for a oh. couple of years. She didn't real. They get it late in Switzerland. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she did, she thought like it was two thousand. She thought they were a family now. I see. Yeah. So now y'all, she is just having a lot of sex with black men who are policemen because she feels like she's gonna <laughs> she's just trying to get it back. She's gonna make this family happen because <laughs> you know why? Because she believes family matters. matters. <laughs> And that's your sissy spotlight. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> Shout out, you whore. <laughs> <laughs> this is off the rails. This is off the rails. <laughs> oh, okay. God. I don't even where I don't even where mine is to begin. This is my mine is Jennifer Xavier. Jennifer. 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 I'm glad you didn't even change it. You just decided to go with the I Spanish. Just decided, okay. No, no. Jennifer. Jennifer. I'm adding a whole nother like kind of aklout on Okay. It. Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer Xavier. Jennifer Javier. Joe Henry now is Jennifer Javier. Um, and it's interesting that I say that because 
Jennifer Xavier. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm yelling. It, I'm it's like piercing Kim, every I'm time like you say it. Kimberly Guilfoyle last night at the Russia, uh, the Republican convention. Donald Trump! <laughs> just shrieking into an empty room. You didn't see it? Oh, you have to. She we just don't starts, talk about politics. This Be is, careful. This is, this is a cultural. I'm just talking about how loud she was. Oh, okay, okay. She's okay. literally shouting into oh, a really? room, an open, an empty room. I haven't seen any she of it. She just starts shouting. It's worth the watch. Y'all. Okay, I'll watch it then. You feel like you feel like you're like right in the eagle's nest next to Hitler's bunker. If it's weird, it's, <laughs> it's weird. Like Political Braun. or not, we're going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no, everyone would agree when she was sh- shouting. Everyone's like, "Is that bitch for real?" <laughs> everyone. <laughs> No matter what political you you looked at that and you were disturbed. <laughs> Sorry, Jennifer Javier. Jennifer Javier. Um glad when this one's over. Jennifer Xavier. Um the weirdest thing is, I'm saying that is she used to go by Jennifer. Oh. But then she saw uh the Shrek sequel when Puss in Boots was on there. Oh, Jesus. And she got obsessed with Antonio Banderas and the story of Puss in Boots. So, so much so that she decided to call herself Javier. Sorry, Jennifer Xavier. Strangely, I don't think she ever changed Xavier. So it's Jennifer Xavier. So she just kind of walked around and then she, now she goes by Jennifer X. It's that much. She went fully deep dive into the Antonio Banderas oeuvre. So she's really into him. She's really into anything. He was pretty hot in Zorro. So that's what I'm going on. She does Zorro cosplay. Oh. Consistently now. Oh. All over. And what's weird is she's kind of, she's kind of developed a children's birthday party business as Zorro. And kids are like, Who's this? Because <laughs> no, <laughs> she gets very upset because no one when remembers the kids Zorro. Don't know who she comes in as Zorro, and then one kid, the, the kid who does say, "Wait a minute, isn't Zorro supposed to be a boy?" And that's when she takes her sword, Jennifer, and cuts a child's head off. Oh, sadly, she is currently incarcerated for that. Hey, Jennifer. Um, but she still is able. To play Zorro cosplay in uh, San Mateo Women's Prison. Oh. Because she takes her, she steals her uh, oh. napkin from the uh, dining hall uh-huh. and kind of wears it like a cape. Oh, God. And then she kind of fast fa- fashions a fake Zorro hat out of unused toilet paper. <sighs> and then. She masturbates. And there we are. <laughs> there we are. And cries. And then goes, Ole! For no reason when she comes. <laughs> and that's, that's Jennifer Xavier. <laughs> the song is called El Zorro. <laughs> this is not what I thought. I thought it was going to be the Disney theme. No. Wow. I remember that show that Out racist. of the Night when the clear yes. moon is bright. Um that's th- that's that was you know, I really thought this isn't gonna be sexual. <laughs> and then once you said women's prison, I went, We're fucked. Cause ain't nothing 
everything sexual happens. Ask Destiny. <laughs> Ask Destiny. Ask Destiny from Love After Lockup, y'all. My girl. My girl. Y'all, that's the show. That's, that's our show. toe. That's our toe. This has been a long one. Not really. I'm worn out. Fun one. Y'all, you can follow us at 90daygays.com. That's where you can find all of our other shows. You can also... Can you please play the playoff for this, the family matters thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put it it's in. It's so rare condition this day and age <laughs> to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and ambition in the ground is some people say it's even harder to find. Well, anyway, y'all, I must be some magic clues inside these dead walls. A thousand <laughs> Y'all, we're going to leave you. We just want to say follow us at Naughty Day Gay. We love you so much. We, uh, I don't know why this makes me laugh so much, but it you does. can follow us at Cameo. I'm at the Matt March, two T's, two R's. Poodle can't talk. He's a Jake it or fake it on Cameo. There's some magic clue, y'all. And we appreciate Last but not least, that singer is living Poodle, for this song. What makes you happier than everything? A review. Leave a review. Real love. <laughs> Leave a review scenes. on Apple Podcasts. Here we go. That was abbreviated bullshit. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.